Today we are talking core. Is it functioning for you the way that it should and when it should? Are you sick of doing all of the crunches, all of the planks, all the dead bugs, all the leg lifts, all the things, and you're not seeing any change in your abs? Well, that was me too once upon a time, and I promise you that inside today's episode, it'll be a game changer for you understanding your core and how those abs need to be engaging for you and when. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. So I don't know about you, but growing up and going through school and athletics and different sports and activities, there's a typical ab core routine, those exercises that they make you do in PE class and for strength training and more of those exercises that are really thrown in our face in the media for quote unquote core work. And I'm talking leg lifts, sit-ups, planks, V-sits, you know, all those typical ab exercises that we tend to think of. And (laughs) if you were like me, I did most of those growing up with my hand under my butt, trying to create stability in my body. And I didn't know that that was why I was putting my hands under my butt. All I knew was if I don't put my hands under my butt, the movement is not happening, (laughs) Uh, especially for leg lifts and V-sits. And, you know, unfortunately, that was just a total cheat to my body. I did all this core work. I was super athletic and strong growing up. I did soccer and basketball and I lifted weights in high school and through college. And even now I love lifting, but you know, I did all this work and I always just thought I have crap luck. My abs suck and I hate working out abs. I hate working out my core. It's so soft. It's so weak. No matter how much I do, everything just feels so hard. And Come to find out after I went through PT school, it was because I was not doing it correctly. I was cheating my body by putting my hands under my butt. And I see so many other people doing this, but I really just am here to teach you guys today how to properly engage your core and make sure that those abs and your core system are firing and turning on when they are supposed to and how they are supposed to so that you will see the work you are putting in and you won't be like me feeling like you're wasting your time and nothing's happening. I can't tell you how much strength I have gained just since figuring out the proper way to engage your core. 
So with that, I just want to start with a little bit of anatomy with that core system. We are talking about pelvic floor is always the floor. TA, transverse abdominis, that's that deep inner layer. And then the diaphragm on the top and the little multifidi on the back. And we need that core canister, that system to function for us optimally in a way that can move us through movements effortlessly and also manage pressure properly. Because even if we're thinking about that core and we're working so hard to keep those abs engaged, if our pressure management and the coordination of those core muscles is not in a proper pattern, you can be doing harm to your body. You can cause risk of prolapse and leaking and diastasis recti and all of these things that we want to avoid and try and heal from. And so it's so crucial to make sure that when you are engaging those abs and that core system, that it's functioning how we want it to every single time. And so we're just going to jump right into this today. I really want you guys just get quick down and dirty with this and just test yourself right now. I want you to feel what those abs are doing. Place your hand on your belly and think about you're about to push a heavy door, pick up a heavy kid, you know, something under effort that would make you tense that core up. What happens? Do you feel your hand pop out when you engage that core? Do you feel your hand drop towards the spine when you feel when you engage your core? What is going on when your brain and your body are thinking, engage my core? Because if the pressure is popping out into your hand, so if you go to engage your core and your hand pops out, that's bad. <laughs> that is not how we want our core to engage, okay? That is a sign that you're mismanaging pressure in your core system and a sign that your core pressure is probably also going down onto your pelvic floor. So what we should feel when we engage that core system is that that hand drops towards the spine. Now, this can also get a little tricky because there are some cues out there for core work that aren't the greatest, like belly button to spine, because then this can actually increase the activity in the middle abdominal muscles, those middle fibers of the TA. We do have lower, middle, and upper fibers of that deepest layer, that transverse abdominis. And if that middle fiber or even the upper fibers are engaging first or most, then you can kind of think about this core system, that balloon with a rubber band around it. So that rubber band is that core muscle that's working too hard. And that's just going to displace pressure above and below. Again, not ideal, increasing your risk for hernias and prolapse discs, leaking all of that stuff. So what we want to feel is not only that that hand falls towards our spine, but that it's a bottom up engagement. We need that engagement to come from that pelvic floor first. We need that lift of the pelvic floor to kind of start that zippering of that corset in our core. And so it should zipper and engage from the bottom up. So the other trick that I like to do here is place the hand, one hand, around the belly button or a little below and stack the other hand right on above it so that you have hand 
a hand on the lower and middle TAs and a hand on the upper TAs. And then you really want to feel which hand falls first. So even if things are falling, is it coordinating how it should? We really want to make sure if you find that you're getting your coordination, the top hand is falling first and the, then the bottom hand, or maybe you feel that bottom hand pouch out after the top hand engages. This is again, another sign that you are shoving pressure down on your pelvic floor. And we need to be super careful with this. So ideally what it feels like when you are zippering up. So we want that bottom up approach, zippering up that corset. It should be coming from that pelvic floor, lower TA, middle TA, upper TA. So that lower hand should fall, then the upper hand, and they should stay there. We don't want to feel any amount of pressure pouching back out anywhere. So this is that inner corset, that coordination is so crucial. But we also need to make sure that the rest of the core is also engaging correctly. And so what this looks like when it's not engaging correctly, because I think that's a little more helpful so that you can see, oh, nope, that's not right, <laughs> um, is not only those hands pouching out, that is, again, that barrier of pressure, which I've talked about in other episodes of engagement. We also want to make sure that we are finding an engagement in a neutral position. And that is talking in relevance to the spine and the pelvis. So as we engage, we need to make sure we're not in either a posterior pelvic tilt with that tailbone tucked and our back flat to the floor. I see this a lot because another cue with core work is flatten the ba- your back to the mat or flatten your back to the floor. And this is, again, just really encouraging that superficial rectus muscle and not that deep TA muscle. So we need that deep TA muscle to engage in a neutral position where we're neither tucked with our tailbone tucked and our back rounded and flat or in that more lordotic curve where our back is arching and our tailbone is sticking out in an anterior pelvic tilt. That is another sign that we are locking in in an abnormal position. So we want to lock that core system in in a neutral position. And and this goes for mostly that floor work. So those um, planks or uh, marches, leg lifts, the whole point is for that core to lock in and not move at all. So again, another thing I see a lot and that I was a, big, a, a culprit of with exercise um, growing up is with leg lifts and things like that. I'm sure my back was rocking all over the place. I was not paying attention to what my back was doing. I was mostly paying attention to can I lift these legs up off the floor and get them back down. And again, we are mostly going to be using hip flexors with that and not our core. And that's the whole point of those exercises. So it's just a huge waste of time if we're not doing it correctly. And so making the time to zipper up that corset and make sure you're in a nice neutral position, your ribs as you zipper up should not flare out. We should not feel that rib cage flare up. If anything, it should stay the same. But we also like to see those ribs kind of corset together and cinched together with the rest of the core system so that everything is now stable and being held where it should. And this is where the magic happens. If we can hold that 
engagement and that stability and think of our spine more like a board while we're doing these exercises, that is the focus of those exercises. So don't go counting your leg lifts. Don't go counting, you know, how many you're doing. I more want you to focus with a hand on the belly, really feel that zipper and then keep the hand over the belly button or anywhere on that core to make sure that you're not moving at all, that that pressure is not popping back out into the hand, but also notice the pressure on the spine on the floor when you're doing these floor core exercises. Your back should not move. That pressure should not change. So if you feel your back round and kind of press more into the ground, you've lost it. Or if you feel your core arch or your back arch and come off of the ground, you've also lost it. So it's about being super picky of the quality of motion. And this is why I highly encourage and start most of my patients with just very, very basic core march. We're just, well, and even back backtracking even more, we are stacking those hands on the core and we are zippering. We are practicing that zipper from the bottom up, really getting that awareness with the hands, having that feedback of the hands on the belly is such a game changer for the brain to relearn this pattern and for you to feel what is going on in your own body. A light engagement, you guys. We are not engaging and squeezing everything we we have. And when we're weak, this is very common. We squeeze everything we've got. And this tends to increase those big, those outer muscles of the core. And it's really just a light engagement. And I, I encourage you to um, seek help if you're having trouble figuring out if you're doing this correctly, because this is what is going to make sure that you are strengthening your core, saving your back, reducing and improving back pain, hip pain, tailbone pain, all the pains. Okay. We need to make sure that our core is stable and functioning and coordinating the way that it should. So it's just, it's not just about knowing how to engage that deep TA muscle, but how is that deep TA muscle engaging for you? Is it pouching out? Is your back arching? Are your ribs flaring? We need to kind of feel everything cinched together and hold there. So once you feel comfortable with things zippering up, it's also just important to scale back those core exercises to make sure you really are keeping that core brace. And obviously, as we move into core exercises with more movement through the trunk, like crunches or any rotational core exercises, then this changes. Obviously, your core is now moving. But when we're thinking about planks, leg lifts, dead bugs, these exercises is crucial for the core to be locked like a board. We need that core to be locked. However, we still need to make sure we are breathing deep into that core system. And this is another thing that can be challenging as we're increasing tension within the core and the abdominal wall. You might find you're all of a sudden breathing shallow. And if that's the case, you need to regress your exercises even more. So really just pay attention, start nitpicking your exercises and trying to make sure that your core is turning on the way it should or, oh shoot, I have some things that I might need to work on. Maybe my exercise is too intense. Maybe I need to back it down a little bit or maybe I need to just really work on that motor training and motor plan of my core and that system 
bottom up. We're zippering it up from the pelvic floor. So when should this core muscle be engaged? Because yes, obviously when we are doing core exercises, we need that muscle to turn on. But even functionally in life, if you're someone who's like, no, I just avoid core work because I hate it. I, I, I'm with you. I, that used to be me. Okay. Um, but also if you're just lifting heavy laundry baskets and car seats and pushing heavy doors and functionally, we need that core system to also work for you. So again, when you are doing those movements, like picking up a car seat, we want that to be more of like a deadlift movement, right? More of like a squat and not bending over and rounding our spine and hurting our backs. So again, we're thinking of that trunk like a board. And we need to really be able to hold that board and learn the mechanics through these movement patterns to make sure that our core is functioning the way that it should. So under effort, anytime you're about to push something, lift something, pull something, think of this core muscle. Now, when should it not be engaged? Because yeah, I see a lot of problems with people just constantly holding their core, especially females in our society. For some reason, we have such a tendency to just suck in that belly. We are holding the belly tight all day long, and this is causing so many problems. Again, think of that rubber band. We do not want a rubber band around our core system all day long. So if you are sitting or even standing, just hanging out, talking to somebody, your belly better be soft. So check in, start to notice if you are constantly clenching your core because you shouldn't be. We really need to let the belly go, let the pelvic floor go, let it all hang out, get comfortable with it and start to observe what your core likes to do and what its patterns are. It's weird, guys. I've been talking about this and teaching this for years. And just this last summer, so like a year ago, I noticed that for some reason, I like to clench my abs in the car. I don't know why. Maybe it stresses me out. I don't feel like driving stresses me out. But I'll check in and my core, especially my upper abs, are locked down. And I just have to check in tap them, shake it out. I usually take a nice deep belly breath, trying to really turn off those abs, but just start to observe, you know, is it something stressful? Check in. Maybe you're clenching something in your body. Maybe your abs are clenching. You know, if you're just standing there talking, let that belly go, especially if you're sitting. If you're sitting, you are resting. Your body needs to be relaxed. Let the abs go. Let the belly go. So, I will leave you with that today. This week, start checking in. What is your core doing? Is it working the way that it should? And I do just highly encourage you to seek support. Send me a message. Join our Facebook group, The Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. Let me know what you found as you checked in with your abs and your core system this week, and we'll help you troubleshoot it. And if you're having some issues, we can get you set up for a coaching call or a wellness session. I do virtual or in person. So I am here for you guys for any extra one-on-one support. Don't hesitate. The more we wait to solve these problems, the more issues and damage we are causing to our body. If I knew this back in middle school when I was doing leg lifts and planks in PE, I guarantee you I would have had a six pack through high school, but I didn't. I did everything wrong. So that core 
never happened, that never got stronger. So I'm starting at square one in my 20s and 30s trying to get that core back. And I know we can do better if we know better. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. I think everyone needs to know how their body works. So I'll see you here next week on the Balanced Momtality Podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.